You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Real Nurses of Detroit. This podcast is for patient education in a fun, interactive, unfiltered, conversational way. We are here to answer all of your questions and get rid of all of the myths you see floating around social media. I am your host, Nurse Practitioner V. Along with my nurse and doctor friends, we also want to apply our medical knowledge to real life. So keep listening to the Real Nurse of Detroit podcast. Like crystallized and become night dark like sexual chocolate. The children is our future, but they sell them and market them. Peddling melanin across seashores to the wicked. I'm just considered a human resource. Cause I'm melanin rich, I'm a melanin bear. Melanin rich, I'm a melanin bear. Let me introduce our guests for tonight. Yes. It, I mean we 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 really it's already a quarter to eight like. i've heard such wonderful things yes i love dr ehrlich dr ehrlich and i go way way back this is before i was a nurse practitioner i was a baby nurse i was a pediatric nurse and i worked with dr ehrlich dr ehrlich is a pediatrician by profession um her name is Catherine ehrlich md um she's in practice for the past 21 years she Come spent her first 11 Yay. years in a big conventional practice where i worked with her uh, we had a, pe- a huge pediatric office in southfield bingham farms area and i that's before i had children oh wow okay yeah Oh, wow. Yeah, but my other years. For the last 10 years, she's practiced more holistically. She's seeing less patients, but spending more time with them, allowing um, her to provide more personalized medicine. Dr. Ehrlich focuses on cleaning up children's diets, removing processed foods, and increasing fresh vegetables and nutrient-dense foods. To help better teach parents about food and toxins she has written a book called super nutrition for babies you guys can find it on amazon um by improving nutrition and reducing toxic load the body can better heal fight infection grow and thrive allowing kids to reach their full potentials you can remove oh <laughs> i'm like i'm, I'm reading her book Dr. Ehrlich's practice is located in downtown Franklin, where she also happens to be running for the Franklin Village Council Yes, in this November's election. I'm going to move there for a week to vote for you. Dr. Ehrlich, can I get... He done left. I need a round of applause, y'all. Go ahead and give her a round of applause. We're going to have to fake it till we make okay. it. I mean, round of applause. thank you, Dr. Ehrlich. I'm so happy that you were able to make it. I'm glad to be here. Yes, yes, yes. I know you have a lot. I mean, we, we and her talked earlier today, so she was, we're, we're kind of on the same page for about a lot of things, but I want to really, because you're a pediatrician, I really wanted to focus on our kids are back to school and What's her name? Big Gretch told the one they did reopen sports for the fall. The first question that I really want to and I'm going to give you the floor to, you know, tell us what else we need to, to do with our diets and how do we keep our kids healthy. Um, but number one, the controversy right now is about wearing masks while playing sports. Right. How is that safe? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. Where medicine's supposed to be about 
studies that show safety, they show efficacy, that we base things on science. There's no science being here, none of it. No. It's not safe. Right. Political science. It is political. That is true. Political science. <laughs> but we don't know. We don't know. First, why do these kids need it? And when they're outside playing a sport, something like tennis or golf, and they're far away from each other, they're running track, running cross country. I mean, that's a ridiculous, ridiculous even thought to even consider it. But for sports like football, I, I can understand that you're in each other's faces, but there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way than putting a mask on somebody's face who it blocks their peripheral vision. So it puts them at risk with, with, with cheerleading and things like that. Even tennis, my son said uh, he was wearing a mask for one time that he had to wear a mask. And, and he said, I, I couldn't see the ball. I couldn't see it at all. But with the safety factor, I worry about that mask. They're rebreathing your own carbon dioxide. You're not getting enough oxygen in. And then the other question is, is that some of these masks may have microfibers that you're breathing into your lungs. They could have mold if somebody if, if if someone had been sweaty and wet and and let it sit out and it could have mold and they're inhaling mold. So there's real real true risks that could happen from the masks and and no one's addressing it. It's just made to be a mandate, which to me is. So we're not against you wearing masks on every day, being oh, right, right. Or of course, right? At the hospital. It's just while you're playing a sport. While you have intense exercise going on and you have intense airflow that's needed back and forth through that mask and into your lungs, we can't, you know, you, there's you, no reason to I wear masks. I think the biggest problem is people making medical decisions that don't have a medical background. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but go well, ahead. She supposedly has a doctor on her team that she has the same PhD who? as me. Right? Gretchen, okay. yeah, Big Gretch. Oh, uh -uh. but no. is she a pediatrician? See, that's my thing. We have specialists in absolutely. Each yeah, yeah. That we need to really, and mm -hmm. that's what I was telling you. The new. Uh, we are on the Truman Show, right? Yeah. So this is the new reality TV. We have a reality TV star. You're fired as a president, right? So he looks at his ratings every time he goes in and he gives us an announcement about update on COVID. So at this point, I'm, and I want to give uh, Dr. Earl at the floor so that she can tell us um, more about nutrition and what we can do to protect our kids. But um, I just, I just find it interesting that we're not listening to doctors, scientists, nurse practitioners, people who are treating coronavirus. We're listening to, a reality TV show. And the reality TV show, honestly, it's me and you on Facebook and Instagram. That's where we're getting our information. Uh, Dr. Earl, like you, you said that you had a, a nice discussion on Facebook. And I, I want people to know that it's not... <laughs> She's like, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't let's, go talk there. Nutrition. let's talk about ways to make everybody healthier. Let's okay. talk about what parents can do at home with their kids. We don't need to be so controversial. <laughs> Not right now. Um, I, I really, really, I think that we have to look at what is the most important thing here. What is going to help? What nutrients really help people to be safe? What helps to boost your immune system that helps your body to, to, to fight better? And the things that we know of, are the most important ones are vitamin D, vitamin C, and vitamin A. Vitamin D, I believe one of the reasons that we're seeing the black population being so hard hit from COVID more so than people with lighter skin is because the vitamin D levels are lower because it's hard. It takes 
takes someone who with darker skin five to 10 times more sun to get the same amount of vitamin D that it takes me to get. And that is- oh, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's key. That's number one. And I think that, you know, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was saying, look at the population in Africa and how they have lower rates, but people were saying that, oh, well, they're not getting as many, like they don't have as, uh, as much access to test testing. But I'm like, I bet you, you'll find that they recover quicker too. Um, you know, we can't say for sure, but there is a lot of research on vitamin D and viral immunity and how that it can help you, but right. go ahead, I'm sorry. If, and, and, but even when you look at the population, if you're comparing Africa, you have to depend, depends on what section you're comparing. Cause if you're going to, you're going to take a very, very poor area where children are starving, they're going to have way worse outcomes. Just, we, we know that we know that the measles hits people far worse that are malnourished than people who have good vitamin A levels. So that's one of the things is things, one of the vitamins that the world health organization recommends is vitamin A for people who have measles. Now measles is a virus. And so we know vitamin A sufficiency helps you fight measles better. So just like coronavirus is a virus, we need to be having good vitamin A levels. Now the problem is where do you get vitamin A? The yes. best way to get vitamin A is from liver. Ew. Liver. I love liver. I Ew. It's delicious. It depends on how you cook it. It could be fried very good. Yeah. Fried and smothered. Are you serious? Absolutely. It could be. Okay. I'll yeah, try it. You know how to make it, right? Right. I can absolutely. Make it. I have some liver in my freezer right now. Ew. Uh, you delicious. know, I, to be honest with you, I have an issue with something that filters other animals. That's blood. exactly what, that's exactly the problem that came. It used to be that liver was recommended by all pediatricians to children, uh, to, to, for parents to make for their children always. And then it's the people started to talk about how it's a liver filter. I mean, the liver filtrates toxins, but what it does, it doesn't store toxins. It mm. changes and alters. It has the, it, it, it metabolizes them two different pathways in the liver and then ships it out, ships the toxins out either to be excreted by the body or to be stored in the fat, but it doesn't oh. stay in the liver unless the liver is a fatty liver. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So do cows have like fatty livers? Like we eat like cow liver. Is that what we're eating? Yes. Do they have fatty livers? I mean, they're not drinkers, so. Right? They're not drinkers. <laughs> Moo cow. I mean... oh, you know what? I'm just, I'm I just wondering. I know a couple of drinking cows. Oh, you know what? Seriously. <laughs> so we have vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin. And we're going into the fall. So we're not going to have a lot of sunshine. And we're in Michigan. It's mm -hmm. not that hot. I'm so We're not that close that. to the right. equator. Mm -hmm. We're not going to get that much sun. So we got to supplement. So you have to have the vitamin D. She said also vitamin A. Vitamin D real fast because the uh -huh. that people, we used to always say all people needed was 400 units and that was going to be enough. But okay. we know that 400 units isn't even close to right. it. We need closer to a thousand for little children. We need closer to 5,000 for adults. Some people need far more and there's a small population that need far less and that they're like super metabolizers and super absorbers of vitamin D. So it's really important if you get your kids or yourself on vitamin D that within like a month or two, go get your vitamin D level tested. Yes. You tested and your vitamin D level is, is a, in a decent area, you know you're at a, a right amount. 
if your vitamin D level is still super duper low, then you're not even close to getting enough. And if your vitamin D level after a month on this is super high, you're one of those super absorbers. And then you know that you just need that little teeny bit. Can we get our vitamin A level checked? Most people don't test that vitamin A level. You can, but it's not usually needed because most people aren't getting so much that it's so bad. And usually when you want to take the vitamin A, you take it when you're, you can, you want to take it as a preventative. So eat that liver like once a week, that would be the best. Once a week, eat the liver. I'm going to make her do that. But if you're sick, if you get COVID, for example, you're sick for like the first four days, you want to take a good, strong dose, the same of of vitamin A. If you want to look up the dose of vitamin A, you can look it up under the World Health Organization's recommendation for vitamin A for vitamin A for measles. That's how you can find it. I can't give you those recommendations. People might send in messages asking me for how much to give. Yeah. I can't give it because I'm not your doctor and I can't give those doses. Not everybody is the same either. So, so with your book, I know you authored the book, the, um, super nutrition for babies, right? Is that the name? Yeah. So that can be applied to adults, correct? For sure. So all that information that's in there, each chapter has a different kind of topic. One topic might be on dairy and why dairy might not be the best for all of us and why we want to get the best quality dairy. One chapter is on sugar and why sugar is so bad. Why sugar, it blocks our immune system. It stuns it for five to seven hours after we eat sugar. If you're going to be fighting an infection, well, like coronavirus, you don't want to be eating sugar during that time. You need your immune system to fight as best as possible. I did not know that. Wow. I feel like I learned something today. Seriously. No, seriously. We don't have to cut the sugars. So we have vitamin D, vitamin A from liver. And what else do we need? Vitamin C is also one of the most important ones. We use vitamin C up all the time when we're under stress for in our like our emotional stress. That we need more vitamin C. Did anybody see uh, Stranger Things? I did. So when she get when she would put her like superpowers out there to make things move, her nose would bleed, right? Well, guess what? Her nose bleeding is a sign of vitamin C deficiency. When people oh, so do okay. Can I ask you something real quick? I don't know. Um, so like alcoholics, you know, they have uh, they need thiamine. We give them thiamine and we give them folic acid. You know, uh, when they come in because they're deficient in certain things because they're gut. They they drink a lot and they might not eat enough. And I've seen a lot of people that have like anemia which could be a chronic disease anemia i have that do you think that adding the the vitamin c i don't i don't know how to even ask it like i don't know if you know your gut health is not that great when you drink a little bit but i don't know you don't have little babies that are drinking yeah, i don't have a oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's not my issue but vitamin c is important for everybody Everybody could use that vitamin C. And when we're under stress, we need more vitamin C and we need to get it again and again and again. So when people are really sick, I recommend they get vitamin C every hour, every two hours. You just keep taking it. And then not chewable, right? Not in the chewable because it's got a lot of sugar and usually chemicals as well. So just get ascorbic acid buffered C. You can open it, a capsule up into a spoonful of applesauce and give it to kids. That's the easiest way. Most it, it hides really well because it's a little sour and the applesauce is a little sweet, so it matches really well and it's super easy. That way you don't have to worry that you're getting a lot of other junk in with your vitamin C. And it's cheaper that way to get a capsule than to get a chewable. 
this is good to know because this might be answering all the stuff that was wrong with me. I feel like I've been enlightened. I'm gonna no, message you let you know when I feel better because I'm listening to everything she's saying. And these are things that are actually were going on. You might have saved me a trip to the doctor. Also, also, <laughs> I want to know that they, you know, um, these supplements also do, they do have side effects. You can take too much of a supplement. And <laughs> especially with vitamin C, you'll have some GI issues. You may, you know, have diarrhea. You might just need to lower the dose. Don't like not take it though. That's the way you know it. you have enough. If you get your gurgly belly, then you know you're just a little bit too much. So cut down your dose a little bit. But the worst that's going to happen with vitamin C is that you get diarrhea. You really don't have to worry about that one. Now, vitamin D and vitamin A, those you can take too much, which is why after a month or so on that vitamin D, especially if you're taking a high dose, you want to get it tested. And with vitamin A, again, eating liver, you're really not going to likely get too much. Every time you say liver, I feel okay. some type of way. But liver oh. is so good. It's not just that vitamin A. It's full of iron and zinc and CoQ10 and B12. There's so many good things. In the liver. Zinc, copper. Yeah, in liver. It's like nature's oh. multivitamin. I can't stress it enough. Okay, so we have vitamin D. We have vitamin C. We have a vitamin a and then is there some anything else well you can again zinc is good zinc can be good for people who are deficient but again that's in in liver so you can easily take that but not everybody needs zinc you know people talk about taking zinc you can take too much zinc and that depletes your copper so you have to be careful with that oh uh, we have so copper in our body what'd you say we have copper in our body copper in our body and copper too mm. little copper causes lots of problems too so we don't we need everything to be in balance did you see that article I had posted and they were saying that if like uh, equipment was made out of copper, the bed was made out of copper, the tables were made out of copper, that could probably cure everything. Yeah, but too much copper makes it for aggression and anger and, and depression and or anger is one of the biggest things you, you see with too much copper. So we don't want too much copper. Uh oh, I need to get my copper. Well, I've been holding a whole lot of pennies. So I was trying to get my copper like... <laughs> seven days a week <laughs> girl i'm was, I was sorry that was a corny joke anyways yeah. go ahead dr Earl. She, <laughs> she said yeah <laughs> yeah probiotics. probiotics are super important too especially for people who have major sugar cravings and for people who've had lots of antibiotics that we need to give some good gut bacteria back to the body so it can do what it's supposed to do Awesome. Okay, so I have a question. For, I have a question for the doctors and the nurses yeah. in the room. Um, what about people with gastric? Because I know that me and my fellow gastric patients, all of this great advice, but we don't know how to to implement it in our lives because, like, I don't have a stomach. I have a pouch. I know. Mm. So you know, just like when I take med, like it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like I was when I was in my car accident and prescribed those millions of drugs. Like the, the bad thing is I didn't get enough of it, but the good thing is it would have killed anybody else taking the amount of medicine they had me prescribed on, but it kind of just went through me because I get like one-tenth of the pill. Mm, like right. when I was prescribed Percocet, I would take one. I got like 10 to 15% of the pill and it literally went right through me. Yeah, you you have a faster metabolism right. than most because your stomach is not absorbing. Right, so what what would be something maybe that, because I like with the iron, I have to get actual infusions. I can't take this up really. Do you have any suggestions? I know you have some supplements that people can buy, but is there a suggestion of a liquid, maybe a multivitamin or anything that you could suggest? 
or you think that it's better for us to all take it all separately? Well, it's not just about taking the supplements. It's really about eating the food too. It's about getting the sugar out, getting the pop out, the juice out. There's no need for juice in children's diets or in, in our diets. You got to get that stuff out. And then we want to get the good stuff in. So we want to get in real vegetables. We want to get in like, you know, raw vegetables, cooked vegetables. I say every meal, find a way to get a vegetable in that way. Yeah. You know, so you can get avocados in, the avocado toast is like the new popular thing. Guacamole, you can, right? But anywhere you can get those vegetables in, you got to get them in. And sushi you, has uh, avocado in it. Absolutely not. You don't, you won't eat sushi? Like Please tell me that tempura? Tim coffee is a vegetable. <laughs> How about soup? You can get lots of vegetables in soup. I love soup. soup. I love soup. Yeah. Soup's That's a good great idea. Day, especially if you do like a bone broth. It's really good for, mm-hmm. for healing, especially if you're sick. Soup is yeah. the You know, when I when I had COVID, um, it was uh I think I was worse. Like I felt worse. I was very delirious. So I had to take one thing that people don't understand. You could not sleep. You were exhausted, but you couldn't sleep. So I had to take melatonin. But um with all that being said, I noticed that when I ate certain foods um mainly pasta so when i ate pasta i felt better but it was almost very um what's that uh peptic peptic ulcer disease like when your your stomach was empty i felt horrible but when i ate i had this pasta that i had like peas and carrots and all this other stuff in there when i ate that i felt better i know it's you're like no that's sugar well, <laughs> and pasta, potatoes, and I rice could, and I don't everything know. I love. It turned right, yeah, that's nice. And I ate all of Y'all it. Breaking my heart over here. I know. I felt so much better though. I don't know if it's just because my stomach was empty. This sounds so good. Like, all it's right. good that you are hungry because not everybody's hungry when you're sick. So it's you are hungry. Yeah. Well, they say feed a flu. No, starve. What do they say? Starve a cold or feed? Starve. Starve. Starve a fever. Feed a. And the whole idea of starve a fever is you don't want to, if, you, if your body is under attack and you've got a fever, you want to let your body do the work of fighting and not work on digestion. So when you're starve feeding, fever, body, yeah, starve a fever, feed a cold. But if basically the bottom line really is if you're, your kid's hungry or you're hungry, eat. If you're not, don't feel like you need to. Don't force food into somebody if you're sick, if they don't feel like eating. But soup, Always liver when you're sick. Always, it's the best thing. Liver, liver when you're healthy. I, I know. Food. I miss them. I make it. But you have to be good. It has to be good liver. Let's go back to it. It's got to be high quality liver. You don't want. Yeah. You don't want to be getting junky liver. So get it from my pastries. Oh yeah. You Consuela, because let's introduce Consuela. Nurse Bay is in the house. Hey, Consuela. Hey. Hey. Nurse Bay. We got to turn her mic on now. Consuela's here. Um, do you like liver? No, ma'am. There's vitamin A in liver, she said. I'll and zinc. Supplement. Like, I mean, that what if so you got sad. COVID? You're not going to take the liver? I'm not going to eat liver. Why? <laughs> Should they said they could throw down in the kitchen and they get... No, I didn't say I can throw down in the kitchen. <laughs> what I said is I like it from Motor City Soul Food. She hasn't had it. I know probably not <laughs> the healthiest version of liver. No, nah, because they have got a, a lot of gravy. Hey, 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 hey! They that? have a whole. They have a whole like buffet though. 
I don't I don't really trust Motor City Soul Food because it's like I a know. buffet that's style. Why, that's why they're still closed. Look oh, they're closed right now. They've been closed oh. the entire Let, pandemic. Listen, and they want to have some because... advertising. They can contact me, V Shivachi. Yeah. But let's not give them no advertising. Okay. okay. It is it is good, but it's very buffet style though. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I'm not I didn't a fan know of buffet style food. I'm not either. I, but pre COVID, when Nicole know me for a while, pre COVID, I had a couple closets full of cleaning supplies. Mm-hmm. What I don't does want that somebody mean? Meaning that I, I coughing on and breathing over my. You gave people masks to like serve you food, but see, I'm not like OCD no, not, like not, that because if you worry about food, that, oh, but you will never, I can't, I don't worry about that type of stuff, it, it'll be okay. <laughs> what I, I just don't worry about that because yeah. you can't, I'm not like a hypochondriac like that. Because I am. see, I'm not, yeah, I'm the patient you don't like to see coming. Why is this hanging I'm, out here? This is not know, here yesterday, now I don't have to. Okay, so is there anything else that we need to know? Uh, we pretty much covered nutrition for the kids. Uh, we covered the, the mask with playing sports when they open the, the schools back up. And I just want to let you guys know that uh, Novi High School closed uh, for two days for the rest of the week. They, on Wednesday, they emailed us and said they had five cases of COVID. And the CDC came in and they were like, nope, we got to do our investigation and our skip, uh, their tracing, contact tracing. Everybody go home. We'll let you know if we're going to come back to school on Monday. And wow. and the kids are only, we're doing hybrid. So the kids go Tuesdays and Fridays or the other set of kids go Wednesdays and Thursdays or something like that. So right now we're in limbo. So I know there's my high school on the east side is still playing they had a game yesterday a football game that they won shout out to warren mott and <laughs> cuz no the patriots are, are playing so i just can't see i coach track if you guys didn't know i coach uh, high school track i can't see uh I, we i coach sprinters so i can't say everybody line up are your mask on now run 200 meters Run for her. I can't. There's a you can have a collapsed lung. Don't dare be asthmatic or have any type of upper respiratory issues. I'm already struggling. Oh my god. At work. Yeah. And I'm not running nowhere. I don't understand <laughs> how they're trying to implement that in certain sports when they either. specifically said during quarantine yes. that the best thing to do was to go outside and get some fresh air. Not with a mask on. Not with a mask on. Well, if you're but also not. But like football, like so, yeah, go outside, but you're not supposed to be banging up against people, and you're not. Well, then yeah. they don't need to start the sports. Again. Well, football, you I, can't help it though. But track—that is too much of a contact. Yeah. So they don't football, need to implement. Yeah. You that, that they need to start back then. Why can't we treat our? Okay, so think I about am fifty-fifty the... on it needing to start back, only because mm-hmm. at some point. We can't it's shelter not our gonna kids go forever. anywhere at the moment. That's my worry. So it's like at some point, where do we say? Well, you better get look, some. Way I'm not an epidemiologist. You know, I don't like to speak on COVID. <laughs> well, I'm I not an epidemiologist. It. I don't. I get it. Well, they need to sign waivers then because it's not safe to play with the mask. I think I, it's at all, at yeah, all, it's a hundred percent unsafe to play with the mask. And on. and the thing is, as parents, sure. I think there's a lot of misinformation from. Uh, a big Gretch, 
I don't like that. I don't know who's advising her with these rules. She I, has a medical team, but, but however, this, nobody, even the American, can, me and Dr. Ehrlich were talking about this earlier. She's like, the one thing that we, we agree on, on the American Academy of Pediatrics, they never recommended for you to put on a mask while playing any sport. I, I, I am appalled even seeing medical providers, my I colleagues. I think at this point is more so she's being um, pressured you think to, so? to, to open up. So she's like, okay, if we do this, let's wear the mask. Because people are mad. Every I, I, About what? About, a COVID? No, they're mad because we still have movie theaters that's closed. Mm-hmm. We just have gyms that's opening. You got a fire stick. People are what no, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Seriously. I, but no, can y'all, now this is why I'm going to touch on it. You know, you're saying that. What movies have come out? No, but listen, but listen, <laughs> let me say something. Now, this is where we're going to roll into, uh, we're going to roll into psych bay mode. Okay. Because you have to understand people are angry because this is a complete total 180 switch yeah. to their everyday routine and it's They're affecting tired. their mental health yeah so you're saying why 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 that's true because it's driving people it is people uh, people tired right. and at this point like i like i did me and some of the colleagues discussed at some point you may have covid it, you it, you may have it you it, may be it's, exposed you you is doesn't have, mean we have nine it. million people in michigan with a hundred and twenty thousand positives with no vaccine in sight. But how many deaths? Um, how many have died? About. No, I'm saying this to say uh-huh. that we may have a long way to go. Oh, for you sure. know, so I don't think that we should necessarily continue to keep secluding ourselves from everything. At some point, we have to be careful, and we have to. What What do you see, Consuela? She She works in mother baby. Are you seeing babies with COVID, we newborn? Haven't, we haven't had any positive okay. infants Good. with COVID yeah. as of yet. So, so what about though point. with that approach with every model out there basically saying it's about to get real work like it's, it's about to get worse like they're saying halloween through the end of this year and it's a co-infection right yeah. yeah so dr ehrlich let's go back to dr ehrlich. dr ehrlich have you seen any issues in your practice with the pediatric population i mean every day it's like fear based on uh cnn on the on the media on on all the news stations oh this child had there's five over here there's 20 over there I mean, and and at the end of the day, the kids have only been in school two weeks, right? And we know from co- like with COVID that it takes you two weeks inoculation, meaning you get exposed to it two weeks ago, you might not have symptoms for another two weeks, right? So there, as soon as the kids went to school, you saw all of the media outlets. Somebody got COVID over here. Somebody got COVID over here. Look at this crowd over here. They're walking through the hallway. Look at this. Look at that. Have you seen? Uh, in the pediatric population in your practice, have you seen a lot of COVID? Well, I haven't seen any of my patients having COVID at this point. A lot of them say, oh, I had a fever and fat back in February and I was really tired back in February before you know we even knew what it was before we had a way to test it. But most people that I know, most of my patients have not had COVID. Some of their family members have had COVID, but the ones who have 
have gotten over it very easily. I haven't seen any severe cases. People in my community, I haven't seen severe cases. Most people have tolerated it really fine. That doesn't mean that everybody does, of course, but I, there's been a lot of talk about the possibility that this COVID has mutated and it's a milder form now. And that's why we're not seeing as many deaths. Yes. Okay. Right, we're seeing less than we, we did before. And, and I'll say this, hey, Leah, Leah uh, is one of our other co-hosts that couldn't make it tonight. Hey, Leah, um, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I, the one thing that we can all agree on is that I think that when they shut down outside, <laughs> um, the best thing that they did, the government did, was to let the kids go home when yes. they did. I think that was the the best out of everything that has happened and anything that they've dropped the ball on, they did a great job with letting the kids go home when they did. Yeah. But it, with that being said, we also can agree that the kids need to go back to school too. <laughs> I don't. I'm. Whoa. Uh, we'll say what now? I'm I do not 50, agree. 50 on Whoa. That. I don't agree. I'm 50, 50. You don't think the kids need to go back to school? Absolutely not. I think that it, it could have been rolled out a better way to how they were going to participate in performing class. And I'm not even blaming the children. I'm talking about them ratchet parents that's like Whoa. drinking and smoking and appearing half naked on the Zoom cameras. No, seven days a week? <laughs> okay, maybe five. So <laughs> so your kid is going virtually. Then. Yes. That's what you're saying. He does. Okay. What about yours? I know um, my daughter is six and she is going virtually, but um, what's that? First grade? She is in first grade. Uh huh. Thank God I work day shift. Her dad, <laughs> but I was off Tuesday, and I said, "See, she she ha she needs to go to school." <laughs> She's worried about, let me look in the refrigerator. She can't focus. No, she's sick. That's, that's exactly. She's you know, so if, if you're in high school or maybe even middle school, it's different. Yeah. But a six-year-old trying to sit down, well, she's let me, like, let me Let me correct myself. No. I believe that children need to be in school under the given circumstances. If it's safe. safe. If it's that's safe. Absolutely. But, because Absolutely. under the given But I'm talking about... I'm talking about COVID. Under the given I'm talking about right now. No. Right now. You absolutely not. You don't think no. that your child needs to socialize. No. When are they going to go back in 2050? I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> it's going to be the same thing. I'm just. I'm well, you know what? I'm I also, but listen, but listen, maybe my, my level is a little different because I was a teacher. How old is your child? My child is 15 now. It's totally different. Uh, Very but would, different. But, but, totally different. But yes. okay, but if we go back a year and some change, I had 20 kindergartners now. So I had 20 of your child. So, okay. So, you know that so this a is kindergarten. So, a kindergartner, kindergartner, if you had a kindergartner, would you say the same thing? No. Would you want I mean, your child? Me kindergartner, personally, yes, because I know how to handle that. My little first grader. No, she is absolutely bitch. not. I am for no, higher parents. Absolutely not. I have a kindergartner. No. Send him to I the do. school of Nikki. I'll, I'll tutor him. You know Thank what, you, Nikki? You are at work. It's not that Nikki. It's the fact that there's five and six years old. No, they I agree. no, no, no. They can't. What no, kind? How, they, how like, they, When they I was going through undergrad, uh -huh. I hate online classes. No. I hate anything remote. I don't. I have. But no, they're five. So imagine a five-year-old no. logging in in front of a Zoom no, with guys, a mouse. You guys listen with I, an email. I am no. not. Listen, you guys, I'm not arguing no. the fact. I don't think that it's feasible. Didn't you hear what I said? Okay. I think they could have had 
a, a more feasible way of trying to figure out the kids' education. I will say this. My kindergartner was given an iPad, and my oldest daughter is in middle school. She's in fifth grade, and she was given a laptop with the mouse and all and headphones. They gave them everything. They really did prepare them. Um, they're also, and a shout out to Novi School System, because on every Thursday, they're actually giving them food for breakfast and lunch we pick it up every week on thursday starting this thursday i was waiting for that as well <laughs> i haven't heard anything about that i got the my email. baby doesn't even have a a, a, a chromebook yet but oh, my oh. Son does. but she has an so ipad so I'm, I, I didn't make a big deal out of it because somebody else may need it she really doesn't need it but i think they thought i don't ahead. feel like they prepared her school as much as they should have they weren't ready no they were because you know, the thing is her school her school either. was five days a week they had it they were doing five days a week in person doing, yes the last minute one day before school started they sent the email said you know what nope. never never mind <laughs> we're gonna do everything virtually i'm right, like that, that's not good let's that's not fair to the parents no at all. that's like, that, no come I think, on i think i think the 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 problem is it's a it's more it's a more complex problem than just well the kids aren't getting their education because now you have to think of the economical problems that this causes. Because what about the single parents who okay. don't have ultimately to that what this is kids. what the pandemic oh, no, is doing? Not, and not that yes. not only that, Running but we economy. have to look at we have to look at childcare. Because yes. I tell you, it was yeah. like three hundred something dollars a week. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. I something have to, like that. I and I want to go back to Dr. Ehrlich real quick, and I want to ask her a question, but. Um, I had to find and, and shout out to, I want to shout out so many people right now, but there's a virtual lab that my children go to and, it, and basically they help them log in. She said, it's seen a, that. oh my God, it was a godsend. I was like, take all of my money. You're going to watch my kids while they're on their computer and I can go to work. I had no other option. Oh no. I, I had know. no other option. So I literally called her the day before and I found her another physician posted her information and she's in Livonia. And I and it's like a it's like a painting with Is the that, twist. I saw that. I was yeah. what that was. I've seen that. So they use the space during great. the day. Because the thing is, everybody can't work from home. Medical field professionals cannot. I work have from not home. been home. You can't. Since you, you're ever. at work more. Than I, you were before. You I can't. Because I do telemedicine. And the when telemedicine I get from the hospital, I'm doing telemedicine. Mm -hmm. So it, it's hard, but we're limited in telemedicine. Exactly. Also. But what exactly. I wanted to do is I wanted to go back. Um, Leah saying they have schoolology. And listen, these kids are, I get five emails a day for, and I have two kids. So I have 10 emails I have to go through every day. And this has this login and this one has that login. And then you want to pick me, want me to pick up computers. And then you want me to go over here and pick up food on Thursdays. And then I'm like, okay, okay. I'm stressed. Dr. Ehrlich. I, I have somehow become my child's personal assistant. And I don't know how that happened. <laughs> how old is your child? <laughs> I have a, I have a 13 year old daughter and a 10 year old son. So they oh. a little old or not. That oh my! Much. My ten-year-old is yeah. struggling. He's he's yeah. got yeah. He's got so focus that's issues. Kind of small. Yeah. Sit there. But it's but here's the thing. I, and, and this is how I this is how I kind of went through this with him. I'm like, look, 
after me watching you all summer long figure out every move on Fortnite and and watching you and and, and you spending four hours trying to figure out how to do one stupid move on Fortnite, I know you know how to look stuff up. So I'm not playing it. Like you you can figure out how to log in. You just don't want to. You're not motivated. Exactly. Yes. But that's what adults, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Like I cannot work from home. I cannot do any online classes. I failed at them. I am. So I I agree. I agree. I have to be somewhere <laughs> like remotely. No, that doesn't work for me. No, I get it. And so we were talking, me and Dr. Ehrlich were talking earlier and I was like, you know, I don't know if this is just bad parenting that turn into these, they make these little narcissistic Donald Trumps. And I don't know if it's just like, is it, is it the parenting? Is it the, is the, is it our style? Is it, what is it that we think, can do? Because we're all stressed. I mean, the parents aren't supposed to be everything to the child, right? They're not supposed to be the parent, the best friend, the teacher, the, the, the person making the food. You can't do everything and then be expected to work too and and it's not it's not possible this is why we have societies why we have community and we can't function in a community if you're stuck everyone's stuck at home it's not working and i think that's what happens the parents get stressed and they take it out on their kids and that's one of the things i think that kids being stuck home if the parents are so stressed and they're beating them or they're neglecting them or they're you know what i would like to piggyback off that because parents and styles can be predisposition it, you you learn from what you learn from yes. so if your parents don't know what they're doing and their parents didn't know what they were doing you pass down certain so things effect. It, it, just, it, like, yes. just like with mental health yes. and mental illness certain practices that's why they say we want to break the cycle Mm-hmm. that's exactly what they're talking about mm-hmm. yeah and so as much as we want to blame and press the blame on everybody we cannot mm-hmm. so let me can i can i just transition a little bit okay okay okay, okay. like <laughs> i have i had some other celebrities that we wanted to talk about and we wanted to talk about how the death of the um the celebrity vanity so <laughs> on on that tip do yeah. you get news alerts? Did you see who just died? Who? No. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh no! Oh, who is that? No. That is. She's the judge. Oh, uh, she's the, the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice that none of us wanted to die. Oh, yeah, God. she was the one that was looking out for everybody going up against Trumpy Trump. 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 Oh. oh. And she had got sick. Ooh, she just, just passed. Oh wow! From please don't say coronavirus. Uh, no, she's she she's had sick. cancer. She's okay. had she, she yeah old. no she's she died of old. Okay. Oh, that, <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what? Well, rest in peace to her. Thank you for everything you've done. So you know, and and we discussed last time. Um, uh, we're talking about uh, death of the celebrity culture. Uh, we had talked about Chadwick Bosman. Bozeman. Bozeman. I, I know the name. It's that. okay. Thank it's you. okay. <laughs> you know, I'll be getting it wrong. Thank you. Correct me, please. But we were talking about that and how. Um, even with the pandemic and how there's a heightened level of fear, we don't even want to go to the doctor. We don't want to even be tested for coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. So is it because of the lack of knowledge or it's mistrust? Fear. fear, fear. So are you guys going to get the, the vaccine? Can Absolutely not. Okay, so you're not getting that. Diff- no. There's a difference between tested and vaccine. Because here's the thing: I'm like I'm a huge like vaccination. I I buy. I, I'm I'm all about them. They Me work. Too. They're you a good thing. Flu shot? Not this one. 
not, not the COVID. Oh no, flu shots. Uh, <laughs> the the worst time I ever had the flu in my life was the year I got the flu shot. And rationally and logically, I understand that's completely coincidental. Um, but like this year, I probably am uh, just because it's it's one more thing to help stave off one vector. One, like yeah. I'm I'm all about contingency planning and risk analysis. Like that's what I do in my day job. Like so that, that that's my thing. Yeah. Um, but like this whole crap about oh yeah we're just we're just rushing this virus in yeah, it'll be are. great or this excuse me this vaccine in no there there has never in the history of time been a vaccine that has been produced successfully mm-hmm. this right. quickly the yeah. last time they tried to push something this quickly was the yellow fever virus uh excuse me the yellow fever vaccine that killed people mm-hmm. oh wow that was a horrible stain on the scientific community when that when that happened um and that's what this is queuing up for because of political pressures to make it happen and also we need to reference the spanish flu of 1918 and then is there a spanish flu vaccine i'm just wondering this is the thing this is the thing no because it went away by itself and And that was the last pandemic we had in the this is what i think about when i think about how quickly they're trying to execute now listen, ladies. This is what I think about Ebola. what they're trying to. Uh, that wasn't people. That wasn't a pandemic. No, that wasn't that not was a, a pandemic. Well, and, a situation. And, and SARS, like SARS, for whatever reason, like, and I do. I always laughingly refer to Canada as like there are five mile an hour bumper, like there are crumple zone for things. Um, like SARS died out in Canada for no reason yeah. before it reached the U.S. I didn't even know we had. We didn't have any cases. Of SARS. Uh, we did. I believe and that's the thing. Like, so there were eleven people. It that, that, yeah, really. um, less than Ebola. Right. Ebola so, has yeah. seven. Yep. Okay. So SARS you know SARS like just and I think that's part of the problem is we we as Americans are extremely egotistical yes. and and so when that happened and and so like when the whole COVID thing broke it was like oh it's not gonna get here and uh, if it does it's gonna be like SARS and it'll fizzle out before it does anything bad to us and it was you know da, 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 you know it's not gonna be a thing and and so, so we got kind of caught with our pants down uh, like and badly. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Because, <laughs> you know what we do. See, we have the funding was taken from CDC and there was a, a political influence on this. When when there's a pandemic overseas, we send the screeners that we're being mm-hmm. screened. We send them overseas to where the problem is. And we don't allow mm-hmm. those people to fly here. Mm-hmm. They're screened at the airport. You're not allowed on a plane and you're screened right then and there. That didn't happen this time. But well, because, again, the the organizations that were supposed to be in place uh-huh. um, in order to do that have been so weakened and 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 kind of you know, denutted over the course of, you know, the past 20 years that we did. I mean, like we did not have the systems in place that we should have because things like SARS happen. Like we are, we are a very, we are not a proactive society. We are a reactive society. And so when there is no case history, when there's no historical precedent in, in very, very, and it can't be, it can't be the Spanish flu from a hundred years ago, like SARS would have had to come through and crush us in order for us to have been properly prepared for COVID. Um, so, you know, was, oh, well, you there know, no way to we haven't we haven't had a pandemic, you know, here yeah. in 100 years. We don't need the funding for that organization. We can put it over here. We don't need the funding for this. Eh, let's just add that to the military budget, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's it's a real thing. OK, yeah. well, I wanted to, to go back to the vaccine and, and asking this. This is my thing. They're trying to roll this out super fast. The last time they tried to rush a vaccine, um, Tuskegee, anybody? 
I'm not about to be anybody's experiment monkey. <laughs> well, um, at the end of the day, we're, let's just be honest. Um, field of medicine is a practice. It's a practice. You can't okay. practice on me. You, you practice medicine. No, that's what you practice. <laughs> I've, I've always said if, if y'all really if, if y'all really knew what you were doing, you wouldn't call it practicing. It, you cannot practice something that's a month and, and a half and I, old. And I say that with Listen, all the love and respect I in my heart for no, the medical profession. I, I truly that's a, a joke. No, I know, but it's just a fact. That no, is, and I understand that, but I rather we're learning. Well, learn on me. Holla at your girl at 2053 because uh, well no I mean you, you actually but you should know this from a from a psych perspective you should know this um you know when it comes to uh you know people going on medication trying to regulate their brain chemistry right. that's a science that the brain is something we know very little about still oh, and so it's so it's hey testing. we're gonna try, to try we're gonna try this med and then we're gonna try that so i mean it's kind of the same thing well, I, yeah. like i said earlier in my introduction i do have my phd in psychological harmful decision making do as i say not as i do <laughs> saying that says that <laughs> i don't really take the medicine well let me tie this back in let's let's get back on topic um Again, did you get that resource for us? We have not gotten that resource. We will talk about that resource. Doctor, are your children in school virtually or? Yeah, that's good. So I have a child at U of M who is a theater. She's doing nothing. And I've got a son who's seven. My son at Michigan State is doing nothing. She's doing nothing. (laughs) I mean, she's taking her classes, but she's doing not the things that she loves to do. She's getting, she's finishing up and she'll be done, but she won't get to do all the stuff that she really needs to be doing. And my son's a senior and he's taking the ACT Mm -hmm. tomorrow. He's tried to take the ACT for since February. He hasn't been able to because COVID, he was supposed to take it in March and then it didn't happen. And then he, then, and so this this is finally, he's hopefully going to take it tomorrow, but I don't even know what these, he, he at least can do his homework from the basement. He that, his name through. is Charlie, right? I remember. Charlie. He was a baby when I last saw you. He was a little, like a four-year-old. Right, 17. It's amazing. I'd be curious, oh, I'd be wow. curious what your take is on the situation at GVSU that just came out. What happened? So GVS, it's where my nephew is. Uh, and they just put Grand the, Valley State, that's, that's, so that they is. just put the entire college on lockdown. Uh, oh. If you are a student that is there, you are not allowed to go home for the next two weeks. Uh, oh. You are not allowed to go more than a mile away from where you are. They've had 600 cases How do they um, in the past week. How do they stop that? I mean, are they going around screening? I, how do they know? I'm not sure. My nephew is like shooting me updates just about how crazy it is right now. This um, is why I agree with Michigan State to do no um, classes on campus. At first, I'm like, okay, where's the tuition money? That's the first thing I'll think about. But, yeah. But honestly, oh, that's a whole nother argument. You know, a whole yeah, nother you're still one. charging <laughs> Ivy League oh prices when you're doing everything virtually. That's an issue. Yeah. yeah. So, but I understand it because of this. Yeah. So it's like college kids will barely wear a mask. You, they're, they're not going to they're not gonna this practice is problem. social distancing. This is a problem no. with GVSU. No. This is what I think about that. I'm thinking of the show on Netflix called Containment. You're looking for people to go go, go ballistic. Like You're looking for people. Like, I never saw you have show. to You have to look at things like this. A lot of people, you know, fall short of the way when it comes to mental health. So now you think we got a bunch of 18, 19-year-olds who might have uh, conditions that have not been diagnosed and you're putting them under an extreme full stressful circumstance yeah. and they might break, have psychiatric break and what's in place for that. So if somebody haul off and kill somebody because they feel trapped, 
then and what? that's when, when you Where's start to get diagnosed that? with the bipolars and any psychiatric degree. It's so effective. Usually in uh, those disorders come out in your 20s. They start coming in college. Out. And so mm-hmm. it, absolutely. And it's a complete and total mental. Whether it's substance induced. Speak, speaking of that, speaking mm-hmm. of that, I found the resource because this might be helpful. Yeah. The suicide hotline, 1 800 273 8255. You can chat virtually. You can text and you can call in the English and Spanish. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and that's much needed because even with the pandemic, remember we talked about collateral damage mm-hmm. and there's a lot of grief of, of, of family members that are dying from yeah. the coronavirus and we can't even attend funerals. Um, you have divorce is at an all time high. Because you really don't like the person you married, for real, for real. <laughs> Let's be for. Listen, well, I gotta be around you seven days to. a week. Yeah. Or, or only you used to only right. because you left the house seven days a week. So I've I've told the story a million times, and I can't. But uh, I had a lady that I worked with when I worked for a software development shop. Who she worked days. She was a software developer, and her husband was a night manager at a grocery store. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they were married for 12, 13 years. Um. He and they were extremely happy. Like when you'd see them together, everything was great. He got switched to days. They were divorced in six months. I always say that. I always say that. That's how I am. That's not even funny. No, 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 way no, too ser- no, but that's serious. It's wow. too. You can get tired of somebody. It's to me. I always think it's better when you're on different ships. That's what my college professor used to tell me. She was like, I never wanted to be married ever. She's like, but my husband is a truck driver. They've been married oh, 23 gone. years. She said, that's the only reason it's probably yeah. worked as long as it's half. Because sometimes that's like, sad. No, it's not. Sad. No, it's not. That's no, it's not. You sad. should like well, the person well, you're married it's the reality. to. Absence makes the heart the, grow fonder. No, but listen, let me, the let me, reality, let me touch It on depends what on what you got it, married on. for, too. Let me, let me yeah. touch on what you just that's said, because I'm married. I'm married. My husband. Hi, David. It's somewhere out there. For the record, not me. Okay, so so with that being said, I'll mm-hmm. tell you this. It was either gonna make or break. And and it has nothing to do with you say you should like the person you're with. You absolutely should, but everybody, no matter who it is, needs personal space mm-hmm. and time. Yeah, for sure. You don't know people's living situation. What if you got a one bedroom apartment? Listen, I would be on a first 48. <laughs> Yeah, psycho Michael. Con- concentric concentric yeah, circles, after a not overlapping. While, even if you yes. like the person you marry, after a couple years, but listen, might and then what happens then? And, look, like, and what okay. happens with this? You have this couple with we we're rolling into seasonal affective disorder. Pandemic, pandemic, shelteritis. Says my mom. Kids at home way too long. Way and too the kids, much. It's best don't have no kids. And together. then being forced. Being forced, no, please. being forced, oh, please, being forced to do something <laughs> because when you are forced to do something, it puts you in a defense mode. Uh-huh, defense yeah. equals anger, yeah. and you have two people that are angry, and then you're in that situation. You might not be mad at me, I call- but I might take it out on you because guess what? Uh-huh. You're there. I call it bad parenting that created these uh mental illnesses. But me and Dr. Early kind of disagreed on that. She's like, I don't think they're bad parents. No. What did I you say to Dr. me? Early. She she kind of got me together a little bit in a nice way. <laughs> People are doing the best that they can do. They're under these major stressors and 
And, and you have to accept your kids. I think part of it is that parents want to change their kids. They expect yeah, their kids yeah. to be what they expect yeah. their kids to be. And if you were a college athlete that was a star athlete, you got a scholarship, you want your kids to be the star athlete. If you're LGBT, what if you're gay and you have a husband, two men uh, that have a child, what kind of environment or or you don't know if these kids are being abused. You don't. You whoa, don't whoa, know. whoa! Let's not couple one with. I was the like, other. yeah, that was that was a weird conflation. That was a weird conflation. No, no, no. I wasn't saying both, but <laughs> it, it sounded bad. The environment has a big uh, deal. But the on, thing is, if we're going to look at environments and you're going to go by statistics, it's a higher statistic rate of abuse in heterosexual households. Oh, absolutely. LGBTQ. So you uh -huh. can't you can't even put that in the same. That's apples and oranges. Um. That that really has I'm not saying that anything. that I don't I don't I'm saying that same sex marriages will cause that. I'm just saying our that, conversation, V, our conversation was actually about parents who, who were straight, who were kids that were LGBT and weren't accepting of that. And people that are trans and people that they're they're safe now, that's an to issue. go to school. Mm -hmm. That's different. That's, a whole mm -hmm. that's, that's an issue. Now they can't be themselves at home. I, and, and that's yeah. and, and, I, and I always talk to my son about that. Like Growing up in this generation, some kids are not even really gay or bisexual. It's almost it's a, a cool thing it's to be to cool. Yeah. But I think it's hard. Me, my son is 19. If I had a 19-year-old daughter, even though it's a double standard, is it's not cool, but I just couldn't, I wouldn't accept my son either way. But it's this is the thing uh, with it, like Jeffree Star. Let's listen, not start listen, on him. Listen, this is the thing. This is the thing with that. No, this is the thing with that because I worked <laughs> when I worked not. when I let's worked in juvenile with, with the young ladies. Uh -huh. Okay, a lot of them had little girlfriends, and we called it gay for the stay. Yeah. Gay for the stay. We called it gay for the stay, and you'll see that in prisons because you conform to the population that you're within. Product of your environment. No, that's not no, that's not a product because that environment is kind of temporary. What it is is that. People want to have someone. People want to feel the connection from someone. Mm -hmm. So that's what they do. People mm -hmm. crave relationships and bonds. So you you adapt to where you are. Thinking yeah. of, speaking on mm -hmm. bonds. So, so think about the lesbian relationships in prison and you didn't had a whole boyfriend, 12 and a half kids. Now, mind you, you could have been lesbian and in the closet because you wanted to be accepted. And now you're in an environment where it's more acceptable or it could be you just crave companionship and comfort right there. Or it could be you just in prison and you bored too. That, but that's, that the, that's, but that's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying, the companionship. So yeah. transitioning yeah. straight from that, yeah. this has nothing to do with, you know, I don't want y'all to mix it up. So we were talking about Cardi B in her situation where they're getting divorced, her and Offset. Offset is a serial cheater. Allegedly, he has a baby on the way. That's allegedly. allegedly. I don't I know if allegedly. I believe that. Yet. No, that's why I, I said know. Alleged, but you put in my life at risk as your wife. Let's let's speak on Cardi B is a, a it's a lot of entanglements going on. Our Cardi B is a new multi millionaire, she's 27 she years is. old, 28. I thought 28, 20. They're young to Migo be married. Offset is a, a new multi millionaire, like Very I was young. explaining to someone else. Um, we're talking about a young man, he's not even 30. Right. Yes, it's extremely hard to get a man that works at Chrysler to Don't be faithful. Listen, driving around, it's, okay. it's extremely oh, hard to get a man on the <laughs> so couch. You try your luck and try to get a man worth thirty million dollars, 
at 28 years it's old. 30, I think he's to be 26 fake. million. She, to be he, honest, I don't even girl, think it's fair. If it was two, if it was two, <laughs> good listen, night. Go ahead on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Girl, they cheated. They on food stamps with Section 8. Don't play with me. So listen, listen, Bring listen. Bring it. Bring that bell. <laughs> Bring so, the bell. Be serious. So what about the baby? No, the Remember, baby is a no. Culture, her, the their is daughter, no. his name is Culture, right? Yeah. She said there's nothing Cutie more in the world that I love more than culture. I think this is gonna be an ugly divorce. And I've I seen- know. He already contested it. Oh my goodness. That's okay. Do you think Dr. Earl is gonna contest it? I need your <laughs> she's like, no. I know. It's a mess. She's like, I don't know. Do you see anything, um, any changes? Because I, I want to transition into Naya Riviera also, who tried to commit suicide. Well, well no, allegedly, no, 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 we're not gonna say that. Allegedly. We're not gonna say it that. Wasn't, I don't, I don't I think actually, it was, and I actually don't believe that. I don't think it was suicide either. I was like, why would you do that so with your, your child? child. Yeah, that, I don't that, believe that. that. I believe it was I believe yeah. it was a mistake. I believe she drowned. And I think she yeah. was really drowned. And it's drowning action all the time. You can, current can be Yeah, I don't believe that. So here's suicide. the thing. I'm going to go to Dr. Ehrlich. We saw a lot of patients in the clinic, uh, pediatric patients at the time. Um, and, and I don't know how I agree with the diagnosis of ADHD at that time. So Naya Riviera was uh, in her 30s, right? Over 33? I don't like know. 33, 34. Yeah, so she had a, a few drugs in her system when she drowned. So she went swimming. Not I didn't hear that. Um, yes. She had Valium. She had Adderall. She had Adipex. She had... All which are prescribed. Yes, but stimulants can be abused as well. They mm-hmm. can. But what are the levels? We don't want to make any We don't want it. We, we don't. We don't want to talk on that, that and make any I don't. You Because know, listen, I I, you can be prescribed 12 different things uh, and if one of the warnings doesn't say don't take your ass swimming, and I'm going to go swimming. But we have drug-drug interactions as well and you're not going to go swimming with your child with all of these drugs in your system. There's going to be a drug-drug. You have an upper, a three but uppers. She's not a medical professional. But she on, might but not know that. on the same that. end, we she do was, have it that measures and levels. We don't know if she took it right before you know it, yeah, it's a, a lot of burials today until so more information really, comes um, oh, yeah, i think we I should table that because yeah. we don't want to make i don't want to slander her name Absolutely about not. something we don't know something about so serious so, her child could come back yeah. and see this when we're famous because i don't think it was suicide i really think it was a mistake i, I honestly do no i think it's like i don't think it was suicide i don't think so either. i want to yeah. talk to dr early because yeah, the fact that that woman was on so many meds. Why is that okay? Why it's is not, it's exactly. not? It's not okay. It's not okay, but we do have physicians out here that, you know, Prescri- that these are all. I have one word, kickback. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't even say that. I would say huh. we have maps and all of us, if there are controlled substances and she had a prescription Right. to refill the next 30 days in her purse. And most of the time. So it's not like it wasn't prescribed. However, as as providers that prescribe controlled substances, it's our due diligence to look up these controlled substances and see when the last prescription was. Right. Absolutely. So there's so many. I have so many questions. You have marijuana. I don't know if that was prescribed or not. You have Valium. But That's in a California is recreational, so it doesn't matter. Which is fine. Which is fine, but I'm not going to give you marijuana, Valium, Adderall. She is probably, and they would say she was taking Adderall. She was already skinny. She's skinny. But that's why I think she was on the Adderall. A lot of women, I'm just going to say. Hollywood. Right. 
you know, very and when you're a, Hollywood. And so. when you're a celebrity, you can get certain things, but you shouldn't even be, legally. You're causing the interaction. You don't have to, to be, be a celebrity, but you know how it goes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just don't understand. I have too many questions of why she was on this, and then why would the autopsy report say that she was taking Adderall for anxiety? Why? That's not an anxiety medication. Did they confuse it with the Valium? Because Valium, absolutely is. not. And people were really arguing with me, medical professionals arguing me about why they would prescribe Adderall. No, Adderall nothing. would not be prescribed for anxiety. That makes work that keeps you up. Ever. That so does Focus on your your anxiety more. It'll make you more no, listen, anxious. Listen, I made a mistake. My friend, I asked for a Benadryl, honey, and I grabbed the wrong. Then her Adderall looked like a Benadryl. I was up for three days, pissed, pissed. I say seven days. Girl, like seven days a week, mad as hell with anxiety. <laughs> No, don't take your friend's prescription. I That's said it was a, no, no. Was, I didn't do it on purpose. I got, I got insomnia. What the hell, yo? I need to stay up more. <laughs> I, I was having allergies. I went for the but hell. In the, in the pediatric thing. population, Doctor Earl, like when do we usually diagnose Adderall? Isn't it like when they go to school? ADD, you mean? Yeah, we diagnose it right because, but some kids you'll, you'll see four and five year olds being diagnosed with with ADD and. And ADD to me is diagnosis. Right. It's not a real diagnosis. It's a diagnosis of behavioral symptoms. It's not a. It, it, and sometimes it's because they're they're eating too much sugar. And exactly. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny, but back in my day, because I might be auntie age now. Okay, back in my day, we didn't have ADD. We had sit your ass down. <laughs> But see, now it's like, it, it's a diagnosis for, I almost think it's a diagnosis for everything, almost leading back to monetary reasons. Yeah. And, no, but here's the thing. I hate to say that. We talked about this earlier. I think, I think all of us are on the spectrum of the DSM-5, period. <laughs> I don't care. I'm on you, a couple of them. The Scorpios, to me, have borderline personality disorder. Girl, I just no, said okay. what I said. The Scorpios, you can inbox me if you like. You have borderline person. You can diagnose a Scorpio, and that's how they act. They're clingy. They're this. They're that. They and want not, attention. Don't put the DSM five on a girl. Good night. <laughs> Dude, I'm putting it on a whole sign. Now I'm gonna let you be MP Bay on that and tell you no. That's not how it works. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. But what I'm saying is, uh uh nah What I'm saying is, anybody and I, and I don't want anybody with Munchausers to take your child in to get an ADD or ADHD diagnosis from a pediatrician so that you can take your child's Adderall. Don't like that's not okay. By proxy. That it, that's a whole separate a whole another diagnosis. A whole nother podcast. It is a whole nother podcast. A whole nother podcast. But there's a lot of stimulant abuse and it's not talked about. You want to know what it is? We have let's, opioid let's, abuse no, no, too. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep it a buck. This is what it is. When they changed it to schedule two, every schedule two drug has a schedule one derivative that's the same. So people are chasing that high. And so now you have it where the doctors are prescribing it. And typically speaking, you get a 30 day prescription, correct? Yes. Okay. No more than 30. Okay. So no, but let's say the 30 days. It's controlled. That's how we control it. But no, but listen, listen, it Mm -hmm. takes the body 27 days to get hooked on the substance. So if I'm taking something every day, if I'm taking a Vicodin, Every Norco, day. No, I started no when it was Vicodin. I'm no, not, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it back to me. <laughs> That's the same thing. No, but I'm taking it back. To, and I know why they changed it because Vicodin was 5 or 10 slash 525. And they had to change it to 325 mm-hmm. because that aspirin was fucking them kidneys up. Uh-uh, uh-uh Tylenol. 
Near the Tylenol. Acetaminophen. Excuse me. I got you. Acetaminophen. There you mm -hmm. go. Correct me. See, that's what I'm saying. I got you. You don't say borderline. I won't say Tylenol. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Psych, babe. So, so this is the thing. But mm -hmm. it takes the body 20. It takes 27 days to change a habit. It takes 27 days for your body to become addicted to it. And we have opioid receptors in our brain. Mm -hmm. Therefore, and our gut. Mm -hmm. So if you're prescribed something 30 days, you you becoming addicted accidentally on purpose, and you're not chasing the high. You chasing to feel normal. Or That's you're in pain. Are, or you're in pain. No, no, you, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. You could be in pain, but I'm saying. Or you're saying, sleepy. No, but what I'm saying is this. No, but what, <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. You're taking it because you're in pain. You keep taking it to feel normal because at some point, you got to take more and more and more. Tolerance. And you're not taking it to get high. You got to take it to feel But at okay. some point, still when we come, we have to wing you off. It's still oh, a no, problem. No, I agree. But then what happens? Now you addicted. Now, if it was Chadwick, who has That's a terminal illness right we're keeping you comfortable at that you're point. an oncologist yeah we're keeping you comfortable at that point yes not but, because but we you have past case patients that's terminal and they still don't take the medication and you still check their urine and right. it's still not because you got a tooth pulled no not because you had knee surgery no. and, you, and you need your refills on pain medicine that is unacceptable not because you're in the military you got to stay I mean, up all night but listen, not because you want to be listen. skinny for uh the next uh america's top model but listen that's not okay but things get oh listen i'll be personal i'll be very because in my job it's my job to be very very candid about my personal experience after my car accident guess what i was prescribed 120 Percocet. I was going to say Percocet. No, no. 120. Listen. 120. Percocet. 120. Okay. <laughs> then not only that, 10 flexoril patches along with it. Which is addictive. Oh, no, I didn't put that shit on my skin, honey. It's addicting. I know, but this is the thing. Not flexoril, excuse fentanyl. me. Fentanyl. Oh. Let me grab the gather myself. Fentanyl. So and, and, and that's the problem. Those are for cancer. But that, you that don't need pain. that. This is cancer but you, you pain. You know what they said? The reason they did that, because I, I, was, I don't know how much pain you were in. Though. No, I was so in the, no, no, no. I was, I, I was in a wheelchair. It was, the stuff was really messed up. And I think the, the reason they gave me is because I'm gastric. Because I was, they gave me so much because, short of, because mm -hmm. i was in yeah. my situation yeah but this is my thing short acting or not stomach or not it's still addictive yes and Absolutely. i had to stop and then i got kicked out of pain clinic because they had dropped me but mm -hmm. i'm like you also know it if I take it on Wednesday and I'm coming to you on Monday and I haven't taken it since Wednesday, it's not going to be in my system. And that's the thing a lot of people don't realize. They think they can take the pill a day before. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Level. Valerie, Valerie on Facebook said so, that's what she had when she had cancer. They gave her the same combination of Flexoril. I'm sorry. Fentanyl. fentanyl and uh, I didn't put it on my Narcon. skin and step I was scared of that shit. Most of my patients oh, yeah. say that it's too strong. It I was scared. Strong. Yeah, because I opened it and touched it, and I was like, "Ooh!" But let's go back to Doctor Earl because oh, no. we're we got only five more minutes. Oh, uh, no. Wow, the whole show went right. That's hey, hey, Charmaine. Um, so um, I want to uh talk a little bit because you have a more holistic approach, and you do have a clinic in Franklin, like we said earlier. Um, and um, what insurances do you accept? So I don't accept any insurances. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we do, we could do flex spending. We could do out of pocket, sure. but, and you work with the nutritionist or was the book just written with a, I wrote the book with a nutritionist, but I don't work with a nutritionist, but I sometimes send people to, to one. There's just so many things that we can do 
that we don't need those medications. I have so many people that come to me with ADD, with anxiety, with depression, and I don't give them medication unless they truly wow. really need it. We work with so many, so many other things we can do first. And the first thing is changing the diet, getting the chemicals out. Clostridia is one of these overgrowths in our gut that make us angry. And if you feed processed food, you're feeding the clostridia. So you're- you, if you eat sugar, you're feeding candida. Candida makes us anxious. It makes us hyperactive. It causes ADD. Candida so, is um, yeast. Uh, yeast, right? Yeah, yeast yeah. infections. That's what it causes, yeast infections. Right. So we got to work with, the, you got to take some responsibility here for why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And if people aren't willing to change their diet, I don't want to see them. They have Ooh. to be, willing to be ready and willing to make some major lifestyle changes. If you got mold in your house, you have to work to get rid of that mold. If you have leaks in your roof, leaks in your basement, these are huge issues that need to be addressed before anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so and that's a big, that's a big deal. And, and I'm more of a holistic approach as well. Like I said, I worked with Dr. Ehrlich and she works with the pediatric patient. What's the oldest patient that you would see? I see kids when they're still in the college. If their parents are taking care of them and they're living at home, I'll see them through whatever 21. I'm in college. Can you see me? <laughs> I think I need to come to you. Right. I, where I, are you located? I'm 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 and I'm like, I need to have a conversation. Yeah. I'm actually looking for my daughter, a new pediatrician, her pediatrician. I don't become the primary care though. I am in oh. addition to the, I, I don't, I don't become your primary care doctor. So mm -hmm. all my patients have another doctor that's their primary care and they come to me so that I can give that extra kind of that whole okay. different take on it. Almost like yeah. another form of guidance, but the book, has so much information in it so that if you really wanted a place to start to, to get the super nutrition for babies book and just read through it yeah you can skip through a bunch of stuff if you don't have babies but the recipes are spectacular and 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 the information we talk about toxins we talk about sugar we talk about you know, all different sorts of things so yeah i told her i was gonna bring my daughter what's the name of the book i'm sorry super nutrition for babies Super okay. nutrition what? for babies. You have it's, it so you can show it to us. It's on oh, Amazon. It's right in front of me right now. I should have. <laughs> it's on Amazon. I looked it up. It's only twenty nine ninety nine. No, no, it's not that much. Yeah. So no, it's not. No, it's a Horrible. it's a okay. hard it's cover. That much. How much is it? Twenty nine ninety nine. This might be today, but sometimes I see it for 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 nineteen ninety nine. You know, it changes pricing all the time. I have like the first editions only probably gonna like like ten. And the oh, first there's more edition, than one edition. Two editions. The first edition, yeah, oh. it's the cheaper one, and it's really still it's got got a lot of good stuff. Just no no colored pictures. I'm okay. so proud of you. Yay. I am so proud of you. I don't know too many authors. But uh, that are in the medical field, especially we have so much knowledge to give. Like we didn't even get through half of the things that we talked about earlier today. We I talked about like I lunch. learned a lot. I thank you. I feel like yeah. I did. But we some did. of the stuff made a lot of sense. I was just talking to my husband about problems I was having, and you literally discussed exactly Every what one was of going them. on. Yep. Because I was talking to you about that. She sure was. She I was sure like, was. oh, I, before I kill over, I'm about to. I don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> what I'm supposed to do? But you really discussed on. <laughs> A lot. Why she sound like Cardi B? <laughs> Man, <laughs> stomach virus. Seven days a week. Know what was going on? <laughs> I don't like it. Consuela was so quiet today. She came she in, was. and she, she works with babies. Consuela works with newborn babies. 
Like, Bless she, she delivers the babies. Me and Consuelo have worked together as long as me and Dr. Ehrlich. So I, <laughs> before I came to the pediatric office in uh, Bingham Farms with Dr. Ehrlich, I was at the Children's Hospital with Consuela. And now Consuela delivers babies. Mm-hmm. So she's on mother baby unit. You deliver uh, them? Yeah. Oh, Push. Uh-uh. Let me hold this leg up. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, one, no, two, no, no, oh. no. Listen, I was in the room with my best friend. <laughs> Let me tell you why I respect you all so much. And yes, right here, I'm telling on you. I was in the room with my best friend. She was already cussing, like, where is she at? I'm like, it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm driving through the rain. I'm on the way. And I was in the room when my goddaughter was born. Mm-hmm. Listen, I needed a nurse. You needed a nurse? <laughs> Girl, I was in that mug like. You had a baby though before, right? I had a C-section before though. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I've yeah, never put. It is different. I have two C-sections. No, I, had, I never heard of. I never people, follow contract, I almost feel like you get cheated. When I did. You have a C-section. So I when wanted, people have, I and I hate for first time. You said that she just will call me off that. I'm good with that. I had, I put my son out. My son was nine pounds, 10 ounces. My daughter was eight pounds and 14 Listen, you said that cheated. You said cheated. Call me off that. I like cheating. When people have C-sections the first time around, they say they're scared to push so they automatically schedule you know for the second no, one. they don't the they don't want to be back you know they, they, they have the option when i you was in labor to be you back. Man, you, my kids are 19 and, never six. Broke. and so it was, when i no, was, it was big big and they said i have to do it <laughs> oh yeah like a dummy yeah. so when i was in labor 19 six so as i was in labor i'm like just give me a seat your body's so different i said please please cut it out (laughs) she's like no you're gonna do it the body's remembering you're gonna do it remembering what she would not they would i I was in labor for five days i did you were not in labor not not active labor but i was in the hospital i was in labor like two days i I was like please give me a c-section i wanted to scare my ex at the time you cheated i wanted my water to break i don't they broke my water i wanted to be at the mall like my water break i was in labor (laughs) <laughs> no I'm on the Ill. Ill. I did but we, that but never happened can I Ill. ask you guys uh, a couple one, couple more questions I want to talk about the vaccine Dr. Ehrlich thoughts on coronavirus vaccine and the flu vaccine both what are your thoughts oh boy <laughs> big question the coronavirus vaccine though I, I wouldn't put a vaccine in my body that hasn't been tested adequately that's been rushed through I wouldn't be that guinea pig. They're going to make the nursing home people be the guinea pigs. It's not going to be, you know, they're, I just, it's, it's wrong. And I, it is. Um, what about flu shot? Would you recommend, do you recommend? Well, all I can tell you is that there is a study. And if you want me to give you the study, I will, um, I'll give you the study V there's a recent study that showed that this is prior to us knowing about coronavirus as COVID, but, that the flu vaccine, when you get the flu vaccine, you actually, even though it might help prevent the flu, you're at increased risk of getting an infection with a different virus, including coronavirus is one of those on the list of viruses. So whereas it might save us a little bit from the flu, you might be putting yourself at worse chances of getting COVID. So because what did we yesterday. say? What did we do in our, our when we were, <laughs> we're like, the real nurses of Detroit got Get there. You I sure did. Yesterday. You sure yeah. did. And what did I say? Okay, not me. 
And we yeah. really were like, why do we keep getting this flu vaccine? Yeah. Every year. I got it once. And it's 50%. No. Last year was 50% accurate. They didn't even get the right strand. Well, that's the thing. Again, keep in mind the whole practicing thing. The, I keep saying no, that. The, no, the, no, so the flu vaccine. You, no, no, the flu vaccine is a bunch of doctors sitting in a room a year ago and going, okay, we think. Yeah. It's going to be this one and that one and maybe this one. That's heartbreaking. And so let's mass produce that. And it might be right. It might not be right.
They are too. getting shingles than every before. That's why they're vaccinating against shingles uh-huh. Uh-huh. too. But yeah. that, that goes back to boosting our immunity. What is your diet like? What are you, are you sleeping? Like, is, are you like, are the people that I see with the shingles have a lowered immune system? They, my pages are cancer pages. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. They all that they that's why they're they have it. Yeah, yeah. they are risk for all. They are immunocompromised or so homeless they, population. Yeah. Um, they're not eating. Their diet is not up to par. Like Dr. Ehrlich said earlier, you're not getting the vitamin A's with the liver. Ill. Three dollars and fifty cents at Whole Foods. It's the only thing you probably can buy at Whole Foods for three dollars and fifty cents. But that's yeah, true. <laughs> but you can feed a family for three dollars and fifty cents at Whole Foods. Just buy that one little container of liver. I can't tell you how much. You said there's a supplement that we can take in a capsule of a liver. You can buy desiccated liver. Radiant Life sells it in a capsule form. So you can just swallow it if you want to. Okay, I'm going to get that. (laughs) My mom tried to make liver one time. Oh, we. Oh, I can't even think about it. Okay. Okay. So we're going to wrap up. I want to thank Dr. Ehrlich. You guys have to go get her book, Super Nutrition for Babies. And this can be applied to everybody of all ages. And it can help us all, especially with the upcoming viruses. I'm going to get it. I am as well. This was so, this was like one of the best shows. It wasn't as funny and crazy like we always are, but this was super packed with a lot of great information. Very informative. Very. I learned a lot. Yeah. So I hope everybody did too. And do you want to give them any contact information, Dr. Ehrlich? No, you're so good. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of shy, but she wasn't here to promote her clinic or anything like that. She just said, get the book. And then um, you can Google her, I guess, if you want to make an appointment. But she does not take insurance. It's flex spending wow. and out-of-pocket costs because she works with, she. she's like All the supplement it. to your right, primary right. care. Yeah. And she's a pediatrician and she sees patients up to... 21. 21 21 years old I'm 20 and a half <laughs> I'll be in touch thank, thank you so you. much Dr. Ehrlich thank you. thank you so much for having me with his uh ACT tomorrow oh, yeah. yeah thank you I will okay yeah, thank you bye-bye bye-bye All right.